Hey y'all, it's Lauren and Jamie. This week we're talking all things skincare and adult acne with our SD bestie, Jordan Walker. This is the Chicks and Dip Podcast. Hey y'all. Hello, hello. It's Lauren. It's Jamie. Welcome to the Chicks and Dip podcast. Welcome back, you guys. We have got an educational episode for you today. We're going to learn something. We do with our SD bestie. Mm-hmm. I love it so I know. Much. Yeah, we'll get into it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, today's episode, you know, the whole theme of the show is we're 25 and there are some things we know and there are some things we don't. Mm-hmm. And something that we don't know that we should is how to take care of our skin, you guys. So yeah. we're here to help. Especially when you have adult acne. It's, you know, just such a glorious time to be alive. Tragic. Um, okay, <laughs> so... So, oh, do you want to do our little punchline, actually, before I get started? Oh, um, here's some things that you and I have been talking about, you guessed it, over chips and dip. <laughs> I can't. Gorgeous. Okay, so recently, actually, we've both been talking about this, that we need to start eating at home more, because I just honestly don't have the funds to live the type of lifestyle that I'm trying to live. No. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start meal prepping, and I started meal prepping these like protein balls, which, of course, after a week, I'm just not about them anymore. You, If you eat one every day, you're like, I can't even look at it. Yeah, I couldn't. And I was sick, too, so I'm like, this is horrible. But anyway, really quick, before we get into this, have you seen that TikTok? Of the guy who says, uh, my people, like my parents keep asking me how I live this lifestyle. And he goes, and the answer is I simply do not. Because a long time ago, I discovered I was not interested in living within my means. Oh, yeah. That's what you just reminded me of so hard. And like, literally, that's our life. Yeah. Mm. No, seriously, though. We would go out to eat and do everything all the time if we could. Every day. Um, But so I started making these like protein balls in the morning. And since it had vanilla and peanut butter in it, it reminded me. I was like, what does this taste like? And it tastes like the marshmallow fluff. And I discovered that Lauren doesn't know what that is, which is insane to me because that was like the shit growing up. And shout out to Courtney because she would make these all the freaking time. She always had them for lunch and they were like bomb. And you would make little peanut butter and fluff sandwiches. (laughs) They're so good, like so underrated. And Lauren was like, I don't know what this is. I had never, whenever she was talking about fluff, I thought she meant like the nougat that's like in Milky Ways. (laughs) I was like, they sell that in a jar. Yeah, she's like talking about a candy bar. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, it's like a marshmallow fluff. So it was just so crazy to me. And then we got into what Lauren has to have, like her go-to in a cooler during the summer. Listen up, y'all. If I am any kind of water activity, swimming, beach, boat ride, anything where I'm like in the water, I want to get out and I want to crawl on the sand and open up a cooler and I want to pick out a plastic bag with a pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwich in it that's been sitting in like a melted ice cooler for like six hours. (laughs) Nothing on this planet is as good as a cold ass soggy borderline PB&J sandwich whenever you just emerged from like a river or something. (laughs) I'm telling you, perfect. And if it's paired with like a little like single bag of goldfish. You and goldfish. That's so funny. Yeah. I just never thought about that. Honestly, I feel like for us, it was like turkey sandwiches or something. Uh And Lauren's like, a good PB&J after you get out of the ocean. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like in the bag and it's cold. I just love it. And I don't know where that even comes from. Like, I guess maybe... Whenever, like, my family would take, like, a beach trip or something, maybe that's what we packed. I have no idea. But, like, whenever I think of summer things, I think of that. 
every single time. Wow. Okay, another question for you. Do you like crust on a sandwich? I don't mind it. I don't ever peel it. I really? It. Yeah. Do you cut it off? Okay, so my psycho ass child self, this is like triggering me to elementary school. <laughs> so <laughs> have you ever had an Uncrustable? Oh, oh, yes. And okay. that little like press crust. <laughs> yeah, action. bullshit. Uncrustable, my ass. That <gasps> shit is crust. Around, I love it. Oh my God. I hated that <laughs> growing up all the time in elementary school. If I didn't have enough money in my like lunch account or at school I'd get sent back to the back of the line have to go in the little office and I'd get written a little slip so I could get a free lunch that day and they'd always give me a damn uncrustable and I hated it because it still has crust (laughs) it's like it's uncrustable no there is pinched bread together chunky crusty bread no (laughs) it's just it's pressed it's the same bread just squished it's this okay hold on Hold on. Now you're like making me think. How could an Uncrustable exist if they didn't, you know, like, could it work it, if they didn't squeeze it? It can't. Then all the things would be flowing out. Oh, my God. Right? Well, they should come up with a different name because that seems like misleading. Literally. I think we need to do a poll. Do you think an Uncrustable has crust or no? Oh, my God. I'm Dude. telling you. I mean, I was also a weird ass kid and was so specific about food. But yeah, there'd be me at the lunch table in third grade ripping off the uncrustable crust because I was so pissed. <laughs> like, hated that little minuscule part of the crust. I hated it. My sister would always eat the crust. Honestly, that's my favorite part. I like Ugh. that it's like kind of chewy. So you eat the top of like a pizza, like the um, crust on pizza. Oh, yeah. I hate that. What? I, I like it. That's like my favorite part. It's like a little treat at the end, like to dip in ranch. I would never eat the crust naked, but like with ranch or like marinara, it's like a little breadstick. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like the burntness of it. Unless it's got like cheese or something mm-hmm. inside, then it's good. But yeah, I usually go without. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm like thinking of everything that has like a, a crust that you like. What about a Hot Pocket? Do you like anything about a Hot Pocket bother you? Like the crunchy corners of a Hot Pocket? For some reason that didn't bother me. And you know me with like temperature and texture of food. And uh-huh. this is so weird because I love everything cold. But like that doesn't <laughs> y'all. that doesn't bother me, I think, because it's like hot. Uh-huh. So everything just kind of melts together. But for some reason on a damn Uncrustable or like a sandwich, I'm a lot better about it now. Obviously, uh-huh. I would hope at almost 25 years old, I wouldn't be as crazy about crust. But yeah, I don't notice it as much on, on a Hot Pocket. I love that shit. Like a pizza roll or oh something. Yo, pizza rolls. Slap. Nothing is hotter than a freaking pizza roll. And it takes so long to cool. It's mm-hmm. like the longest five minutes of your life when you're just itching to take a bite of oh, a pizza yeah. roll. You, I, I feel like I look at a pizza roll and my entire, the roof of my mouth is burnt. Literally. <laughs> you're scarred. Quite literally. Scarred. It's for horrible. days. Maybe weeks. Horrible. Okay, I do want to go back to what you just said about cold things. <laughs> Y'all. Jamie just casually told me one day that she eats like all leftovers cold. I'm talking chili, leftover chili, and I she just it. eats it straight out the fridge, no microwave. That's crazy. I I don't know. No, actually, no, we did figure out why I have such trauma with okay. hot food. We did. Because this was so weird. Like, I really do. I meal prep everything, and I keep it in the fridge. I do not warm it up. I love a good chili with some freaking Tostito scoops on the side. Love that shit so much. Question. Yes. You putting like cheddar cheese on like cold cheddar cheese on top of your cold chili? No, you know, it's weird. I don't put cheese on my chili. Wow. Yeah. I just like eat it straight up. I got weird freaking eating habits, guys. But literally everything, like if I make tacos, I just I like to be able to pull it out of the fridge. Like I am just not a chef. I Whatever's easiest. 
Um, oh shit. What was it? Just, oh, 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 okay. So my trauma with hot things, I was like, where am I going with this? Okay. So when I was in probably seventh grade, I was on my way to a musical rehearsal. My dad got me a hot chocolate. So nice. Um, I hate hot things because I always burn my mouth. I'm impatient, whatever. So I don't know why I thought to take the top off because I, well, at the time I thought that it would make it colder, spilled the whole damn thing on myself. Like, all over me, burned my body. I've done that twice now, actually. I think it was in like within like a year of each other. So I think I'm just so traumatized by hot things now that I'm going to burn my mouth or whatever. So I do everything possible to not have that happen to me again. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few things that I like cold. Like I like a bite of cold pizza in the morning. Pizza. Love mm-hmm. it. And I do actually really love cold Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Like you pull it straight out, a little lo mein, a little like general so's chicken. Yeah perfect cold but everything else like i think if i took a bite of like a a cold enchilada that had been in my fridge from the night before i think i'd throw up like straight up or a taco or like a a cold vegetable like a roasted broccoli but it's been cold oh in the freezer like ah. oh my god i love that so weird i mean not that i won't heat things up oh you know what i love cold what <laughs> I'm scared. A chicken wing? I love cold chicken wings. Like the next day. A cold chicken Yeah, like there's nothing I love more than when my family would order like Venezia's pizza growing up. CP people, you know what I'm talking about. With like pizza and chicken wings. Love that shit the next day. Oh my God. Is that I, weird? I'm just like picturing like how cold, like whenever you get to the bone part, like a cold chicken bone feels like wrong. <laughs> like I'm not supposed to be eating this. I wonder if it's something that like my fam. maybe it's just how I grew up because I'm trying to think I'm like do we no my stepdad always heats up leftovers I'm just too fucking late oops whoops (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to curse less our moms keep yelling at us sorry sorry mom um I I think my stepdad always heated things up but I'm just so lazy that's so funny yeah like whatever's the most convenient i kind of have a feeling that everyone listening is i feel like this is going to be 50 50 i'm mm-hmm. expecting like 90 percent of people to be like oh yeah hot warm up all the way yeah but i feel like it's going to be closer to 50 50 or somebody's going to be like you eat leftovers disgusting <laughs> <laughs> you freaks <laughs> seriously there are some people like my ex would never eat leftovers he hated that I don't know just like hated leftovers but for me I'm like great I'm telling you Thanksgiving we will be eating leftovers for days with Thanksgiving my thing is I think that leftovers and me have like a one day timeline you know like Mm -hmm. I don't know if I made like chicken and dumplings that's like my favorite thing to have as a leftover but I don't know if on day four I'm still gonna be into that like I think day one yes day two big yes day three like I've got to mix it up that's where meal prepping gets hard it's so hard you can't eat the same chicken veggie rice for seven days in a row yeah I know I meal prepped all last week and I think I ate one container of it overeat I know um oh my god this is I'm sorry we're like going on here but whatever where you guys gotta be (laughs) um speaking of overeating things me and my old roommate Annalise were actually talking like last week for whatever reason whenever we were in college we bought like the sam size bag of fish sticks and oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like 
I don't even know why. And I'm not sure if we thought that they would be a good drunk food or if we were actually eating them like for lunch. I don't know. But we both ate so many fish sticks. Wow. That like we can't. She literally said every time she sees a bag, she's like, like overeat. Isn't that bizarre? What a random thing. That is very bizarre. But I feel like you go through phases of like being obsessed with certain things. Yeah. And why a fish stick? That is kind of gross. Mm -mm. I don't know. It is kind of crazy, though, when you're watching TV and then like a commercial comes on. Because honestly, I was watching something on Hulu the other day. Actually, I just started Nashville. It's pretty good. It's a very old show, but it's pretty good. (laughs) And Papa John's keeps coming on with like the dipping pizza sticks. And I can't get them off of my brain. Oh, my God. I know. I literally almost drove myself to Papa John's to get that. And I'm like, do I really need this? No, I don't. But, but I'm the like, thing is, like, with a craving. I know you can't. No, you, you gotta- can't. And I'm bad. Like, if I don't fuel my craving a little bit, it'll be like seven days, suppress, suppress, suppress. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ball out and I'll eat a whole thing of cheese sticks. Yeah. You know, like, too much. I can't. Way too much. Okay, guys. That was like a whole thing about food that we did not plan <laughs> for. But Listen, sound off in the comments. Do you eat leftovers? Mm-hmm. One. Do you eat them hot or cold, too? Let us and know. three, Uncrustables. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on with the Uncrustables? <laughs> Someone's got to let us know. Please. Please. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Anyway, um, <sighs> so before we get into it with our guest, thank you to Neutral for supporting the Chicks and Dip podcast. Thank you. Yes, we love you guys so much. This week on the set, we've got the Lemonade Neutrals. We've got Blackberry Lemonade, Peach Lemonade, Strawberry Lemonade, and your classic Lemonade. They are so good. 100 calories, gluten-free. Perfectly sweet, but not too sweet. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to try. So I'm trying to host more in the fall. Like I really want to host like a football party or something. And I want to try like to make a recipe with the neutral. (gasps) Like I want to do some kind of cocktail and use them as like a mixer or something. Oh, yeah. Or make like a big punch or something. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll come back. We'll let you guys know what we come up with. Yeah. (gasps) I think it'll be really fun. But neutral, like Jamie said, it's delicious. It's made with real vodka and real juice. We love it. We love it so much. So thank you, neutral. Thank you. Guys, we have, as Lauren said earlier, a very informative episode today. Get your learning caps on. Your thinking caps on. <laughs> For real. Actually, like this might be an episode that you want to take notes. Literally. Especially when she talks about products and stuff. So I think we should just kind of jump into it. Let's go. Yay. Three, two, one. All right, y'all. We are here with our guest this week. This is our SD bestie, Jordan <laughs> Walker of Walker Aesthetics. Welcome to the pod. Hello. Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to have you. Me, too. Jordan is the best. I know. (laughs) Before, we were like, okay, Jordan, so, like, what's your title? You're an esthetician. She's like, yeah, like, you're SD bestie. And we're like, done. Done deal. That's it. I want that, like, do you have a t-shirt or something with it? I need to make one because, I mean, most people cannot say esthetician. So, I'm like... Esty bestie, here I am. <laughs> Wait, need the merch. Need that the merch. would be so cute with your logo on it. Mm-hmm. I do need to do that. Wow. Wow. I love it. So good. Business so partners. Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Done. Done. You know. Yay. So yeah. Let, so Jordan is here to talk about obviously all things skincare. She's going to teach us how to be young forever, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into it, tell us a little bit about your background. What's your education, your training? Um, So I went to aesthetic school and you have to get about 450 hours in South Carolina. So I got hours there. I started off in uh, dermatology aesthetics. So I was there for about three years. So three years plus 450 hours. And then for boards, you have to do a written and a practical exam which is terrifying. Wow. You have to do it in a group of like 10 people and you have these judges watching you at all times and it is terrifying. 
Oh, wow. But I passed. I'm here. Um, <laughs> so three years and then 450 hours. And I'm also a laser um, practitioner as well. Nice. Wow. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the services that you're doing right now, because you're doing like chemical peels and all this wild stuff. Everything. So facials, chemical peels, lash lifts, brow tints, brow laminations. Um, and I just started back in March doing pain-free hair removal. Wow. Oh, yay. What would you say is like the overall goal, like with your customers? Like, you know, like what's your focus is like to get people like looking their best, feeling their best, a combination. Like what's your goal when people come see you? I mean, definitely that. I would say education is my biggest thing. If my clients leave our appointment and I feel like they didn't learn anything, I feel like I didn't do my job. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely education. I try to teach them about their skin, what they're doing, what's good, what's bad. Um, and then obviously I want them to be confident, you know, whenever they send me a text like, oh my gosh, my skin has never looked this good. Like I haven't had to shave in three weeks. That makes me happy. And like, I don't know, it makes me thankful that I'm in this business. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah, we always talk about because I'm on my own skincare journey at the <laughs> oh, moment. Yes. I literally, and I feel like this is happening for a lot of girls our age right now. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely don't know why. I don't know if it's because everybody's suddenly going off of birth control or kind of what's right. happening. But do you know why it might be happening? <laughs> it's kind of broad. I, but. I was about to say acne is such a hard thing because even I struggled with it. And mm -hmm. people do not believe me. I'll show them my before pictures and they're like, holy shit, you did have acne. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot of people started breaking out when COVID started. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a huge stressor on us and wearing masks all the time. People were out of jobs, so they are stressing like crazy. Um, could be hormones, could be, you know, a new product that you just use. It is very hard to find what's like triggering that acne. Mm -hmm. um, birth control will help, but it will also like ruin your skin too so it's hard it's hard to like pinpoint exactly what you can mm -hmm. do um but I feel you I've been through that journey <laughs> yeah I mean it's just crazy because I've really never had and I don't have like crazy acne no. on my face but you know I know everybody's got different levels and whatnot but going to my dermatologist she was like yeah like some people are just experiencing adult acne yep and I feel like we're just doing all of these things to kind of that's honestly making it worse at the end of the day. So what I would know. you say is the biggest mistake that you see people making with their skin? Um, I would say as far as like acne and breakouts, people are over exfoliating. So it makes it way worse. People think, you know, if I use this scrub every day, if I use this chemical every day, my acne will go away. That is totally false. You want to be super gentle with your acne. Um, over exfoliating breaks down your skin barrier. So that makes you susceptible for more breakouts and more bacteria. And it's just not a good thing. So you want to treat acne very gentle. Uh, that is like the worst part about like having a zit or something. Cause God, you just want to rip in there. it off your I face. I know, I know. Ice it. Oh my I said, don't pick it. Even the ones like, especially the ones that are under your skin that you like, you know, if you pick them, it's going to get 10 times yes. worse. So the icing is more for like inflamed, like pustules, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like mm -hmm. very red and irritated looking. Mm -hmm. The ones under the skin, you can ice and that'll help with the pain, but just don't pick at it. It makes it way worse. Oh. And I know it's hard because I'll get like my little handheld mirror that's magnified and I'm like, 
oh, damn, I need to, like, <laughs> put this thing away. It's terrible. It's just crazy. Like, whenever you're a teenager, it's normal to have acne and everyone yes. has it. And then I feel like a lot of people, like, whenever you are, like, 20, 21, you're like, wow, I'm coming out of this. My skin's starting to clear up. Yep. And then here we are. We turn 25. Boom. Adult yep. acne. That is yep. bullshit. Literally. I was about to say, we're the opposite. Like, I never had breakouts when I was younger. And I'm like, okay, 25. Yep. Yeah, we're going to get breakouts. It's fine. Ew. I'm just going to look like a young teenager forever. <laughs> Literally, like I, whenever I'd be getting my period, you know, I'd have like a pimple or two, whatever. But even like myself and then my sister who's 28, she's like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't understand. And I feel like I'm doing all the damn things like I correctly. Know. And the worst thing with skin is that it takes time. It does. Ugh. Unfortunately, oh we cannot goodness. have that like instant satisfaction of it. But no. damn. damn, I know. Oh my gosh. Um, so we kind of we listed out a couple of your services that okay. we have like specific questions on. Mm -hmm. So is that cool if we like break Go them down? It. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we can like start at the top. I want to know about this laser hair removal because Jamie has gotten it done with yes. you, and she's like telling me it doesn't hurt. Is that real? It is real, and it sounds too good to be true mm -hmm. because everywhere else you go, you're going to get popped with hot rubber bands over and over again, and it is the most painful thing. I've done it before. It does not feel good. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Um, so this technology, um, totally pain-free, and you may feel like a little bit of heat as we amp up your settings. Like, did you ever feel heat? No, you would say that to me all the time and be like, let me know if it's hot. And I'm like, I don't feel anything. I know. <laughs> I ask my clients all the time. They're like, I literally just feel like the cool, the coolness of the yeah. tip. I was oh like, okay, God. perfect. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, to not have to get tortured and never have to shave again. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Well, that's what do you think anyone who is frequently shaving is a good candidate? Like are there qualifications to get laser? It really just depends as far as like shaving every day. I will say that people with gray, very light blonde and red hair are not good candidates because the laser will not pick that pigment up, which is unfortunate. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. so if you have like super dark coarse hair, you're the perfect candidate for this. And okay. it's good on all <laughs> skin types and skin tones too, which is awesome. That's wow. good to know. Yeah. I mean, I've like thought about laser, but to me, shaving is not a huge deal because I am so like light, yes. you know, like yeah. you can't really see my hair. And if anyway. people have like fine hair, it's really not a big deal, but I've had so many women specifically come in for like ingrowns. Oh, because yeah. those are the most painful thing, especially living in the South. I mean, you're in a bikini from what, March to November. <laughs> oh, yep. So like you don't want to be shaving over ingrowns and irritation every day. It mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah, that's literally why one of my friends is getting laser because she has such bad yeah. ingrowns. Yeah. But it definitely is something like it's a confidence thing. But also for me, it is painful. Like I told you about my yeah. armpits. Like in college, I begged my mom yes. to go get laser hair removal on mm -hmm. my armpits because I'd have a freaking five o'clock shadow after oh, yeah. I shave my armpits. Yes. Like I'm Italian. I've got like dark hair. <laughs> it's just I'm the perfect candidate. And everybody tells me that every Every single yes, time. yes. But that like hurt like a bitch. Every time I went so there, it bad. smelled like burnt popcorn. Yes. It was horrible. But I like so bad. It's crazy to me how it doesn't hurt. I know it's amazing. And my husband was a test dummy for this because oh I was God. like, okay, if this is pain free, my husband will tell me because he's such a wimp when it comes to things. <laughs> so fun story. When I was in aesthetic school, we were doing like our waxing classes oh, God. and I got my legs waxed and I actually fell asleep, which is 
weird. I have very fine hair on my legs. So I was like, this is actually kind of relaxing. <laughs> so that was my line for my husband. I was like, I fell asleep during waxing. Like, it's fine. So he let me do his forearm. I think he wanted to divorce me that night. He was like, you just lied to me. This hurt like a bitch. Oh, my God. And poor thing. He was so red. I was like, okay, maybe we won't do the rest of your arm. So he was my guinea pig for this laser, and he didn't feel a thing. So I was like, okay, this is this is for real. There we go. This is real. Um, for people that want to get laser done, what's kind of like the before and after procedures of what you should and should not do? The biggest thing is going to be sun exposure. So you don't want to come in with sunburn because um, if we were to do the treatment, you would get burned and blistered, which I definitely don't want to do to someone. Yeah. Um, afterwards, sun exposure again, make sure you're wearing your sunscreen the biggest thing for afterwards is don't go and do like a crazy workout afterwards. Don't go sweat profusely. Um, that could cause blistering too. Um, so if you hold off on exercising and sun for about 24 or 72 hours, you should be good. Good nice. to know. Nothing yeah, crazy. That is good to know. Okay. Um, maybe lashes and, and brows. So mm. I'm obsessed with the brow lamination. Yes. Um, what do you, okay. Do you think that like the brow lamination and the lash lifts is like trendy or you think it's like something you should add to your routine? I would say brow laminations are definitely a trend right mm -hmm. now. Um, if someone's going to add that into their routine, like it would be someone who's more so like has like crazy eyebrow hairs and they can't get them to go in a certain direction or if they have super light uh, brow hairs when you get them tinted, I would say that would be a case where you add that into your regimen. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I really think brow laminations are very trendy right now. That's what I kind of feel because yes. I remember whenever people were doing like, you know, like the really intense like square brow. Yes. I was so into that and yes. now I'm getting them laminated. I'm like, wow, I'm a little trend follower. I know, I know. <laughs> Who am I? I know. They look, I, I do think that laminations look so good on brows though. Yeah. Like I if definitely. I actually had a lot of brow hair, I would do it. <laughs> right. With the um lash lifts, like this is going to sound so dumb, but I always see the videos of it. First mm -hmm. of all, I don't know how that shit doesn't get in your eye because when I see you putting like the cream on someone's lash, it looks like it's going to seep into your eye. I know y'all should. So I do them on myself and y'all should see me. I'm like in the kitchen with those rods on my <laughs> lashes and I'm like hoping that it doesn't get into my eyes, but I'm very careful with my clients. Um, the thing that you want to be super careful about is the tint going on the lashes because then that would like very very much burn someone's eyeballs yeah yeah oh. but that would be the only thing yeah that's why you go see someone who's trained yeah. like you exactly <laughs> so with the lash like lifts um and things if you I've always wondered if you exercise a lot or like you wash mm -hmm. your face a lot does that impact it at all so this is for brow laminations as well. You don't want to get them wet for 24 hours afterwards. So if someone, I have a bunch of clients who are like religious about working out. So I tell them to plan around that, make sure they do their workouts in the morning before they come see me. Um, so you want to wait 24 hours before getting them wet and no mascara. And then I give you like a cute little spoolie that you'll brush them out with. You keep them nice and fluffed up, but honestly, no crazy restrictions for it. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. I've yeah. always like had this fear that like if I ever got a lash lift, like I wash my face too much or yes. something, mm -hmm. like I wouldn't even like I'd mess them up. 
So with washing your face, I always tell people to do like upward motions with removing their makeup. And then um, whenever you're drying your face, just like pat your lashes up a little bit. That way they don't fall down. But it's so cute and delicate. I know. Pat the lashes. I know. <laughs> so many things to keep up with. And like is it. that pretty much so you don't have to use an eyelash curler? Like I don't really know what the point of it is. So I have a bunch of clients whose lashes just grow straight down. And really? lash cur- Yes. Lash curlers do not work on them. And I will say lash curlers are very damaging to the lashes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the video of the girl like curling her lashes and literally all of her lashes fall out. Oh my God. Triggered. Yes. You guys know. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. You guys know. Terrible. Um, so I will say most people will do lash lifts to get away from the curlers. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't usually use an eyelash curler. Oh, I do. Every really? Day. Do yeah. you? Mm-hmm. I used to clamp that thing down yes. too. Now I just do little beep, like little delicate. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I did it a lot when I was younger. And then I think after I would curl it, they would just go back to normal. So like <laughs> you have good curl really lashes. You do. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs> Thanks um, so okay. I want to do you have any more questions about lashes. No, I think you answered those. I want to talk about facials because mm-hmm. I have only had like one facial in my life and it was like an occasion. Do you think people need to be getting regular facials? Okay, so this is a yes and no answer. So monthly facials are going to be amazing. Um, You get a deeper exfoliation than what you can do at home. And the facial massaging that you get helps with like blood circulation, blood flow. It helps with collagen production. So collagen and elastin are building blocks of our skin. So they help keep it nice and plump, youthful looking. Um, So that's definitely going to help whenever you get monthly facials. The no to this answer is if you don't have an at-home routine, it's totally pointless. Um, I always tell my clients to look at it as far as you going to the dentist and getting your routine cleanings. If you don't brush your teeth, floss, use mouthwash at home, it's totally pointless. Mm. Totally pointless. So you want to have that like strong at home regimen first. So if you're not like washing your face every day and doing all the things. Yes. Yep. Your moisturizers, your SPF, your retinoids. It's pointless. Wow. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm like a big occasion. Facial, I know. Like, well, the, I you know? do like if you're if you do have an occasion, you mm. want that instant glow. That is totally fine to do that. Um, but yeah, you want to have a strong at home regimen. Skincare is 80 20. So you want to have that 80% at home and then 20% in office. Wow. And with facials, my question is that there's so many facials to choose from. Mm -hmm. How do you know which one is going to be good for your skin or like have what you want inside of it, I guess? So I really only offer one type of facial and it's a custom facial. So as soon as my clients come in, I do like a skin analysis on them. If they're super dry, I'm going to do a hydrating moisturizing treatment. If they're very like acne prone, we're going to do something for acne. So I just kind of base it off whenever they're in office, Um, because if I have too many options, my clients are going to get overwhelmed, too, and they're going to be like, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I need to schedule. So I just kind of keep it on my own. I love it. Yeah. I need to get a facial done. I just want like whenever your skin is clear and clean, you're like, oh, this is so great. feels so good. Yeah. The facial that I got last time, it was for my sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we walked out and both of us were like, we feel like we're like high right now. Like mm-hmm. yes. you just come out glowing like you're on a cloud. It's and just you get, great. And you just get so relaxed. Yeah. I have so many clients and they're like, 
where am I? Like, what am I doing here? Wow. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. I want about, so I want to talk about, um, chemical peels. Mm -hmm. These sound really freaky and scary. What, what even is a chemical peel? So it is a very deep exfoliation, um, that you can't get at home. I know they sound terrifying. (laughs) And whenever I post my peeling videos, Mm -hmm. those also look terrifying. Um, most of my first time peel clients will come in and they refer to the sex in the city episode where Samantha gets a chemical peel and she looks like a tomato, <laughs> like the entire episode. I can't remember which one it is, but y'all need to go watch it. Visual aid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're not scary at all. Chemical peels have come a long way since that episode. Um, most peels are We call it spicy. So they're spicy going on the skin for a few seconds, and then it goes away. We keep fans on you, um, and they self-neutralize too, so you don't have to worry about, like, reactivating it whenever you're out and about. Um, But like I said, it's a deep exfoliation. Most peels, it really just depends. If you get a light, superficial peel, you'll get a little dry and flaky, so no no downtime really. Um, VI peels that I offer are medium depth chemical peels. So you peel about five to seven days. Wow. Yes. And you can't pick it, right? You do not want to pick it. Oh, no. God. So this is disgusting. But <laughs> <laughs> so I posted a video on TikTok when I did a VI peel on myself. And I was actually using like the little brow scissors to cut the skin off my face. That sounds so disgusting. But I tell my clients that too, because that will keep you from wanting to pick at it. Yeah. So you're literally just cutting the dead skin off to where it's like almost like a millimeter from your skin. Uh-huh. That way you don't get tempted to just like rip all of it off. Oh I know. So can you put moisturizer on your face, like anything to help with the peeling or do you literally just have to commit? You can put moisturizer on it, but you won't peel as much. So the VI peels that I do come with like a little aftercare kit and you get a post-treatment balm. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people if they want a good, good peel to not moisturize until like maybe three days after you start peeling. So some people go with it and some people are like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going out in public like this. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, that's... It sounds kind of cool. Like I'm picturing like you like shedding your skin like, like a rattlesnake. So, it is. It's yeah. so satisfying, but it is terrifying too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You literally are a snake. Yeah. Like you're just shedding your skin. Yeah. But I feel like that's when you like, it's the most healthy after. Yes, it oh. is. Yeah. Um, people were doing those left and right during COVID just because we were wearing masks all the time. So your face was hidden. Why not? So might as well do the aggressive treatments. Oh my gosh. Um, I have a question about like the facials that people like to buy from the stores and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I see you on TikTok all the time being like, stop buying this crap. This is not helping your skin. Mm -hmm. So what if people are going to buy one, you know, in a store, are there any good ones in the store? What are kind of ingredients that you should look for? And if they're not good in the store, where do you get them from? (laughs) Honestly, I would just make sure you're avoiding fragrance and like alcohols. Um, Fragrance is going to immediately irritate your skin and dry you out. And so is alcohol. Um, I'm trying to think of good like store-bought. I love Dermalogica. They do a good mask. Um, And I want to say The Ordinary does a good mask, too. But you just want to be careful about how often you're using them, too. That's another thing with, like, at-home treatments. Most people are going to 
abuse these and use them too much, which is going to cause like way more issues for your skin. Yeah. Wow. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I've actually like been given advice of like, Oh, like try to do like a face mask like once a week or something. Yes. Yeah. Once a week is totally fine. Uh-huh. But I see people using them like three times a week, four times. And I'm like, please stop. You know, <laughs> who has that time? Exactly. My That's thoughts a lot. exactly. I know. Cause I asked you about blackheads yes. and you gave me some good advice about that. Yes. Um, so I was telling you about the Skin Better peel pads. So Mm -hmm. those have salicylic, which is amazing for blackheads. Mm -hmm. Those are going to go in and dissolve the dirt and oil buildup, and they actually penetrate the pore, which is, I mean, that's what you want for blackheads. Um, Those say that they're good up to three times a week. Again, I think that's a little too much exfoliation (laughs) for someone. So I always tell someone like one to two times a week at most. Gotcha. Yeah. What can you do to prevent? Sorry, I'm asking so many questions about blackheads, no, but like they're the most annoying things they in are. the freaking world. Like they now are. that I have that magnifying mirror with oh. the light on it, I'm like, what? How is this on my face? Right here, like, yes. in between my chin and my lip. Yes. I just want to take my nail and just. I know. Yeah, it all out. I know. Yeah. Um, throw that mirror out. <laughs> it is going to be terrible for you because you are going to see every little thing on your face that you want to pick. Literally, like, what do you do to prevent it? I mean, like, I've got the freaking skincare regimen and everything and it just doesn't go away. I know unfortunately blackheads are like one of the hardest things because some people just have like dilated pores and bigger pores so it's just gonna get clogged you just want to make sure that you're exfoliating regularly and using again salicylic acid is gonna be the best I think I actually do have that mask from the ordinary it's like black like clay looking yeah yeah type Mm -hmm. of thing but sometimes I'll break out after I use it is that normal it is normal. So your skin is probably just purging from that because you oh. because you don't use it as often. So that could be. <laughs> Jordan, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was a big old laugh. No. Oh, my God. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, but my God. I'm triggered. I think we've told this story before, but whenever Jamie, like, started her skincare journey, oh, she God. had a purging period and she was like really worked up about it (laughs) so anytime like someone would like come for jamie or like someone would like have an attitude like in our presence i'd be like leave her alone she's purging (laughs) it's like so when you just said that it's a running joke we said it like yesterday i think too like it's just if i'm ever in a pissed off mood about something we're like leave her alone she's purging. okay that also needs to go on a t-shirt um (laughs) another merch idea that's perfect actually yes that is hilarious Oh my God. It's so like, God, using that shit at first and all of a sudden everything's happening yes. to your face. I think I'm purging again right now. To be <laughs> it's honest. awful. Like, it's awful. It's horrible. I hate it. I hate it God. so much. <laughs> that was so funny. Both of us were like, <gasps> the word purging. We're like, shit. We can't get away from it. Oh, God. oh my God. Okay. Well, that's good to know because yeah. when I'll use it on my chin too, uh-huh. right there mm-hmm. and getting like breakouts or pimples, there is the worst spot in the world. I know. I know throughout this area, it's so hard to get your breakouts to actually go away because that's hormonal too. So they like to linger. Yep. I know. Hormonal acne. Just- I know. <laughs> it's fun being a woman. It's so good. <laughs> the best. God. <laughs> okay. Okay, dermaplaning. Yes. I have a confession for my SD bestie. I am guilty of doing this at home by me myself. Dun, and dun, dun. Tell me why I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so again, for at-home treatments, most people are overusing it and overdoing it. Some people don't. Um, I had a girl message me after I like blasted someone that I follow on Instagram. And she was like, wait, why is this bad? Um, 
again, just overusing it. And she was like, oh my gosh, I was doing this like two to three times a week. Oh, wow. You want to do that like once every three to four weeks. Um, Otherwise, that's going to be way too much exfoliation for the skin. Another thing that terrifies me is these razors that you can buy have these like jagged serrated edges and you're basically just causing like micro tears in the skin. So we don't want that. It is a plus that it gets rid of peach fuzz, but you're actually damaging the skin a little bit. Oh my God. I would, do you do it for peach fuzz? Yeah, I do it probably, I don't know how regular it is. I don't do it till I can notice like a little mustache coming in. Oh, so mm. probably once a month, I okay. would say. But I know exactly what you're talking about. And there was one time that I actually like scared myself because I got too confident yes. and I actually sliced my yes. cheek. Yeah, it's Ooh. awful. Yeah. But so this girl that I was like blasting on Instagram, she put, so she is a professional. She is like very, very famous. She has her own skincare brand. Mm-hmm. Um, she is telling people to dermaplane themselves at home in the razor that she showed was one of these that I'm talking about with the jagged ass edges mm-hmm. and I'm like why are you marketing this oh my god probably like, something that insane. you get on Amazon right oh yeah yeah, yeah. she she put an Amazon link to it and I'm like <gasps> why you no. are making us look so bad right now I can't believe that that she's a professional I know yeah. I know I had so many people message me and they're like yeah, we don't know why the hell this is happening, but we're with you. I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one like complaining about this. And so my question, it's so easy for me to do at home. Like how much is it to come see you? It's not like a huge hassle, right? How much time does it take? $50, um, 20 minutes at most. Um, So it's super quick, super easy. I know it's hard to come in and like, you know, do an appointment, spend money. Um, I will say like, if someone is doing at-home dermaplaning, just do it once a month. Mm-hmm. Don't do it like every other week. It's just mm-hmm. too much for your skin. Yeah. Yeah. What are the benefits of doing that? Because I really only do it when I get my like lovely Italian mustache on my yeah, face. So know. that's why I usually do it. But what else is kind of like the benefit of it? So it's used for exfoliation. So it scrapes the dead skin off the surface. And then it's just a plus that peach fuzz is going away with it too. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I need to come in. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if it was a super, super expensive thing, like, you know, but I mean, $50 if you're only doing it once a month, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's my Starbucks order of the whole month. You know, like, you can make it work. Yes. You you posted some kind of graphic the other day. It was like comparing, like, how much you spend on your coffee. And it's so true. It is. So I always tell people whenever they're buying skincare, it's an investment. Mm -hmm. And you want to break it down into the daily cost. Because if you're looking at it, I mean, I have people who will spend $400 on skincare products and some people just get terrified about spending that much money, which I totally agree. I would be scared too. Um, You just want to break it down to how much it's costing you daily. And then, I mean, if you're going out every morning, getting a coffee, it's $7 each morning and the skincare ends up being like a dollar a day. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy. 
So it's an investment for sure, but it's worth it. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where you have to decide what you want to invest in. You know, like some people really invest in their hair. And at least for me, like I just want good skin at this point. So Mm -hmm. I would rather invest in that stuff. But yeah, for sure. At first I was like, I don't want to spend freaking a hundred dollars on this stuff. I know. Um, Speaking of like serums and everything. What is your take on serums? Because I've gotten like the gloss. Is it Glossier? Is that how you say it? Glossier. I think Mm -hmm. so. Glossier. Yep. I think they're like three pack serum that everybody swears by is like $75. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think about serums? Sometimes are we doing too much? Are they necessary or? So the things you want to have in your regimen are going to be a cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, vitamin C, and a retinoid. Um, Serums come in later once you have those like down pat. Um, If someone comes in and they don't have a regimen at all and they're like, oh, well, I saw this girl on TikTok. She was using, you know, these serums and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't waste your money. You need to get the basics down first. Um, Cleansers, moisturizers, and sunscreens. I tell people they can buy over-the-counter, like Target, CVS, Walgreens. You don't need to spend a ton of money on those. Vitamin Cs and retinoids have your actives in it, so active ingredients. You want to spend your money on those. So if you go out and you see like a full line that you want to get, but you don't want to spend that much money on it, Go for the basics first and then invest in a vitamin C and retinoid. And then serums come later. That's good. Yep. Good to know. Yeah, that is oh. good to know. I feel like I've done it. I've done okay. Last week on our afternoon pick me up, I was like talking about the serums that I'm using. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I did it right. Yay! I had my regimen first. Yes. Yes. Go me. <laughs> and everyone's skin is so different too. Because yeah. I was yes. really using them a lot, but I think just where my skin is at right now, mm-hmm. it's like less is more. Exactly. At yes. the moment. Um, it's re- retinoid. That's yes. what. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody says that that like also prevents you from aging. Like, yes. is that a real thing? It is. So. Oh, okay. Tretinoin, which is what I think you're using, right? Yeah. So that is going to be an amazing anti-aging treatment along with acne treatment. Mm -hmm. So it speeds up cellular turnover. So as we age, that starts to slow down. That's why we get fine lines, wrinkles, our collagen breaks down. So that is going to help boost all of that. So we're going to be forever young if we use our retinoids. Wow. Ladies. (laughs) That was actually my next question. Um, We are always getting like my mom and you know like older women Mm -hmm. being like start young start your skincare young what would you say aside from that are like the top things that people in their 20s should be doing um I would say sunscreen is going to be the biggest thing because I still see people on TikTok like videoing going into tanning beds and stuff and I'm like what are tanning beds a real thing anymore like what is happening um Daily sunscreen for sure. If I could go back to my like 20 year old self, it would be to cleanse morning and night, moisturize because I have oily skin. And back in the day, it was not a thing to moisturize oily skin mm-hmm. um, and sunscreen for sure. That's the biggest thing. Good to know. Yeah. Yes. SPF. Yes. I feel like everybody says that even if you're indoors to still have SPF yes. on because the sun's coming through the yes. windows. I'm like, what? I am a crazy person when it comes to sunscreen. Like I will post about it all day, every day. And even if it's rainy outside, you still need your sunscreen. If you're inside, our computers, our cell phones have blue light. And they did a study that that is also damaging our skin too. I know everything. Wow. Everything damages us. Um, so you want to get a physical sunscreen. So that's going to help, you know, 
fight off all the all the bad rays out there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Another thing that I've always been told by my mom and my family is that like water is like the key to all health, but especially with clear skin. Is yes. being hydrated really important? It will help a lot. Um it's going to hydrate the skin for sure, but the biggest thing I would say is it's going to flush out all those toxins. So that's where you get that saying from. I mean, obviously water is going to help everything. Yeah. But you, I mean, flushing all that out too is going to be the best thing for your body. Love it. Yes. Um, sometimes I'll notice that if I either like wash my face too much or anything that mm-hmm. my chin will get like kind of dry. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to go about that? Because I feel like I'll take moisturizer and just be like slapping it on my face <laughs> yes. like all day long. And then sometimes I'm breaking out more like what, how do you go about? Because I don't usually have dry skin, mm-hmm. but sometimes it will get dry. What do you do about that? So sometimes that's going to be the cleanser that people are using. It could be over drying. Um, most of the time, if it has like an active ingredient in the cleanser, I'll tell people to use like a super, super gentle cleanser in the morning and then your more aggressive one at nighttime as far as in the morning I would just apply your moisturizer to damp skin and see if that helps oh Mm -hmm. that way you're like locking that moisture in Hmm. yeah god I'm like so obsessed with moisturizing my body and (laughs) that's what I was talking about last week Jamie was like what do you mean and I literally get out of the shower and while I'm still wet I put lotion on like head to toe yes god it feels so good I need to start doing that I am so bad about moisturizing my body same like I just forget about it I'm like "Eh, whatever when you're still a little more important yeah Oh my gosh. I have another question unless you have one. No, go for it. Go. <laughs> okay. So it, this is all things that I see from TikTok and I see you posting mm-hmm. your videos, which I love like skin TikTok and everything. Like mm-hmm. when people like you are on there and other like dermatologists and stuff are kind of like debunking what people mm-hmm. will post mm-hmm. on there. Um, the most recent thing that I've seen is like this face suction type of thing Oh, I've seen that. Like like the poor vacuum. vacuum. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's used during facials sometimes. So why should we not do this at home? Kind of similar to the microblading or whatever. What is it? Dermaplaning. Oh my God. I always got those two words mixed up. (laughs) You're not the only one. Um, Again, people overuse it. And I've seen, I actually knew a girl who bought one and with the pore vacuums, you want constant motion and you want like a glide. So you want to put something very like silky on the skin first um, she legit just stuck it on one pore and held it there and she gave herself a hickey. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> a hickey on her chin. So that's like the biggest thing for me is just people overusing it and not knowing how to use it. I'm fine if you use one of those at home, Okay, but constant motion, just don't stick it on one pore and hope that it comes out and then get bruised. Y'all, oh my lube God. it up, y'all. Lube it up. <laughs> I have one of those legit like face scraper freaking things that like vibrates. The, Shit oh, hurts yeah. really bad. And I can never get in like the corners of my nose. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird, are you talking about, it looks like a spatula. Oh, quite literally. Yes. Yeah. So it's like the angle you have to hold it at to like actually get into the pore. Oh, it hurts. I know. I know. Have you seen that thing before? No. Let me send you a picture. They're so sad. It's though. a dead ass a spatula. Yeah. That you turn it on, yes. the thing vibrates and you like push it up against your nose. And like I'm weird and I think that's so satisfying. It is. Uh-huh. Like it my is. sister used to it must be something in my family and I'm totally outing our family right now. But like <laughs> my sister used to like love 
popping like people's pimples and stuff like my dad's and stuff like I don't go that far but like on my face I'm like (laughs) (laughs) I go that far yes (laughs) on my face like it's the most satisfying thing in the world so I love doing it Uh but it hurts so bad another thing are you using glide for that I'm definitely not that that's gonna <laughs> help a little bit that won't hurt as much so what do you put on first for the glide then um just like a do you have like an oil that you could put on see or... I'm terrified to put oils on my face because I feel like that's what makes you break out if you just keep it right on the nose area I feel like for you if you put it on the cheeks yes oh God, yep. but just keep it like right in the nose area or you can just put like a light moisturizer on okay oh and God. do it before yeah, wow. putting it on my way you're not like, acne places. Yes. Break out. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Don't do that, please. <laughs> Let's not. Oh. oh my gosh. Insane. I know. I feel like I've learned a lot. I want to like go like organize all my skincare stuff. Yeah. Now. I did my job. Um, you did. I'm like so into all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, I have another. Sorry. Last question. <laughs> okay. Give us like your top, I don't know, three or five like favorite products and mm-hmm. ones that you really hate. Let me start with one that I hate first. Okay. <laughs> Y'all have probably seen me post about this a million times. The St. Ives I say that. scrub. Oh. So guilty of using this back in the day. And I'm surprised I still have skin at the moment. Um, I hate that so much. It is awful for your skin. Um, my top would be... I don't know. I'm loving everything from Skin Better right now. Nice. Their stuff is amazing. Um, their tinted sunscreen, which is what I have on right now, it is basically like a foundation without having to put foundation on. So I love that. Wow. Um, their vitamin C and their peel pads. Mm. Those are my top three. Nice. Everybody watching is about yes. to go out and buy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know it because I really want to try and you never know like what's actually good for your skin and what's not, yes. especially with people just posting whatever nowadays you're like, I know okay, what's actually good for my skin and like we were saying not everything is good for everyone's skin. no yep. and skincare is going to be trial and error unfortunately mm-hmm. it sucks because you could think something is going to be amazing for your skin and your SD bestie may even recommend something <laughs> and your skin might have the worst reaction ever <sighs> so you just never know yep. it, it's hard Skin is hard. <laughs> the worst ever, and this is not skincare, but it's related. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever Fenty foundation first came out, yes. I was like obsessed with it on my roommate. She could like splash her face and it would just roll off. And I tried it and it just didn't sit right with my <sighs> skin. I mean, I tried it for like two weeks and the breakouts never stopped. I it know. was so tragic. Yeah. It's unfortunate, honestly. <laughs> getting so triggered to when I freaking burn my skin off, getting my eyebrows waxed. Oh my God. Bad. That was so yeah. bad. Note to self, whenever you do go get waxed ever again, just make sure you stop using retinoids like a week before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have just like one final question um, and you touched on it a little bit, but what like words of advice or encouragement do you have for people who are on a skincare journey in the trial and error phase who are frustrated? Um, stay consistent with it. I know it's hard. Um, most of the time you won't see results from skincare until maybe three to six months afterwards, which is so hard going through the purging stage. It's not fun. (laughs) You get very angry with it. Um, It's going to get worse before it gets better. So just stay consistent. For younger people, I would say um, preventative skincare is way easier and way cheaper than corrective skincare. So prevent before you have to correct for sure. 
good That's advice. Good. Yes. Yeah, that is really, really good. good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? I don't think so. Oh my God. I know we hit well, a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you socials in person. Um, so I am at Jay Walker aesthetics on Instagram. I am off of, um, Eisenhower and yeah. Yay. Find me there yeah. all the time. Go Follow see her for all your needs. Yes. Our okay. ST bestie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Jordan. Thank, Thank you. you. It is tough. It's tough in these streets, man. Man, skincare is hard. It really is. And it just, I feel like the main point of it is that everybody's skin is so different. There's yep. not like a one size fits all with skincare. And you have to be so patient. That's the part that's so hard. Oh my God. When she said like the three to six months thing, I totally get that, honestly. Mm -hmm. And you add one more thing, like I just started birth control again. Now my face is freaking freaking out. <laughs> oh my God. And then it's like a reset. You're like, now I have to do six months of this? Yes. Terrible. And it, honestly, like you don't, other people don't notice it on your face as much as you do. No. But like when I'm putting my makeup on in the morning, I'm like, good God. Oh my God. For me, it's right after I like I freshly wash my face mm -hmm. at night. You like emerge, you come up, wash <laughs> the towel or rinse dry with the towel. And you're like, there they are. Everything on my face. For me, it's like I look like a raccoon. My face <laughs> is red. I'm just like, damn, this is not a good look for me today. <laughs> and Cameron will be like, why are you still in the bathroom? I thought you were just taking your contacts out. I'm like, no, I'm looking at every pore mm -hmm. on my body. Leave mm -hmm. me alone. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how I can fix my face. Yep. Oh, there was one question I wanted to ask her. My mom always tells me to put hydrogen peroxide on my like pimples. Oh, to like dry them yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, okay, shit. we'll have to follow up. Ouch. I know, but I've actually been doing it. So maybe I shouldn't. I'm going to ask Jordan. Oh my God. Every time I think of hydrogen peroxide, I think of um, swimmer's ear. And Ooh. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to put hydrogen peroxide in your ear then either. But like, have you had swimmers here before? Mm -mm. Really? I don't think so. Your ear, it's just whenever water gets like too far in your ear that like it's beyond help. <gasps> and so like <laughs> you like lay your head over on a pillow and um, there's drops that you're supposed to do. But my family would always just dump a little hydrogen peroxide in there. And it's like, <laughs> it's like ASMR in your ear. And you lay there for like five minutes and then you just dump it over. And sometimes it'll dry it up and you're good to go. Damn. Yeah. God, nasty. Crazy. Okay, well, we'll ask her and we'll get back to you guys. We'll let y'all know. Um, but that's all that we have for you this week, you guys. Uh, remember, y'all can find us as a web show every Monday morning on YouTube, or you can listen to us as a podcast only on Apple, uh, Spotify, anywhere that you can find a podcast. Yeah, make sure to subscribe to that channel, please, and share it with some people. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us on social media at Chicks and Dip Pod on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You know, all the fun things. All the places. And yeah. um, please, like Jamie said, just remember to share our episodes. That helps us more than anything. A lot of mm -hmm. you guys send us text messages and, uh, you know, Instagram DMs saying, oh, my God, I love this episode. And we absolutely love that. Keep those coming. But please remember to tell your friends about our show, too. That really helps us out. Yeah. And if you guys have any topics or, like, people you might want us to bring on to answer yeah. certain questions, send us a DM or, I mean, an email if you really feel the need to do so. Right. Either way. <laughs> but, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. It's very yeah. fun. So uh, with that, we'll see y'all next week. See you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.